Welcome. It is Wednesday. Yes. It is the Wednesday. first show of 2020, February of 2022. It is Groundhog Day, February 2nd, 2022. Welcome. Man, I did something stupid <coughs> there. Welcome to another edition of the Walkway to Fight Club. I am Steven Mielhausen from the Zone, combat sports journalist, the handsomest man in all the land, the one and only D.Y., Daryl Rivera. And I promise today I will not call nothing the money in the bank ladder match. I mean, it's a completely different company, so I would hope not. <laughs> oh, we, there is, we have a ton, ton to talk about. And I'm getting it set up here. I did it totally wrong here, and I totally screwed the pooch. So here we go. Yes. There we go. You read the ticker. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. MJF <coughs> pins CM Punk. We are going to break it down. We're going to talk about it. There is a lot, a lot, a lot to discuss. But let's get all the little particulars out of the way. If you're watching via YouTube, it's simple. Just leave a thumbs up to the video and subscribe to the channel. Also, we are if you're watching via Facebook, it's very, very simple. Like the, pay, like the post, leave a comment, and also like and follow the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook. And we're on my Twitter because I'm trying to figure out how to do it to the, our Twitter's face, uh, Twitter. I'm going to dabble around with that hopefully tomorrow if I actually have some time and not swamped with work all day but a lot of people were li- listened on uh, monday night it means a lot it's a weird time so i re- greatly appreciate it thank you thank you so much from the bottom of my hearts it really does mean a lot but in listen uh, also the audio version it's also simple too we're on itunes spotify google play all your favorite co- podcasting platforms this will be in the audio tomorrow morning so make sure you guys do listen to that and we'll have the interview up tomorrow, and I was going to do it today, but once again, it was a very busy day, and I will have the interview up tomorrow with Oscar De La Hoya, so that will be up for the podcast tomorrow. I thought you meant the Liv Morgan one. I'm like, that thing is still rendering? Yes. No. <laughs> Terrible. Man, beyond the snow, it was a good day. A lot of snow. How much snow did you get by you? Um. I'm not exactly sure. We got a lot. We got a lot this morning. Um, I haven't really been out today. So we, we did get a lot. Oh, you worked from home today? Been a little under the weather, so I'm like trying to be cautious. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. how you feeling? I don't get a headache. You feeling okay? I have, I have a headache. I have a little bit of a sore throat. Other than that, I'm fine. Okay. Okay. Did test negative for COVID, so we're good there. Well, that is good news. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Don't forget to leave. It's a victory nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird to say? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like being I don't <clears throat> I don't like being that dick, but I have to be in this situation. Because it's oh god, we're gonna get off on this tangent. I can't do it. I can't do that to myself. I no. promise. No co- I promised my wife no COVID talk today. No, this is this is a line like a branch that we go on. This one we're just gonna cut it off at the roots right here. Just stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into it. This is kind of everyone's been asking what I've been thinking in the last twenty plus minutes, and 
Dynamite was about one thing. And yes, we saw, I thought, a great segment with John Moxley and Brian Danielson. I thought that was really good. Will he go? Well, did he, was the recruitment job good enough? Yeah. I don't know. I, I You know, Brian Danielson's a pretty convincing guy. I, I think a him and Moxley duo would be pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. It would be. And it would be if they turn them both heel. I think it'd be very interesting. For Moxley, when rehab, he was going to turn. That was, and I know that was the running, that was the plan they had. So, you know, but I thought it was well done. It like start a little stable. We can own all the titles, like a little four horseman type of thing. I'm down with that. I think that's pretty yeah. cool. I think that's pretty cool, but let's see. We're already, let's get our first comment here before we. Okay, well, I want to. We'll say I want to save that comment because I think it's going to be pertinent to what's going to what we're going to talk about later. But yes, the scroll, they got forty five plus. CM Punk, MJF. Yeah, it's there. MJF pins. CM Punk in Chicago. It's hard for me to say that. And not because this isn't like the fan, but this is all I'm putting like the journalist, the journalist hat on. I don't know how to, about halfway through, about 20 minutes in, MJF had appeared to win. He had choked Punk out with a piece of his tape. Referee Bryce Rensburg saw it. They restarted the match. Went another 25, and it was oh my, it was excellent. Storytelling in that match, I will say this. story Storytelling in that 45 minutes plus was great. The crowd in the Wintrust Arena in here in Chicago was fantastic. Yep. Wardlow came down. MJF was on the outside. Him and Punk went nose to nose, and he... And Mordlow had appeared to back off. Got him back into the ring. And then was a distraction with Wardlow. And then MGF hit him with the ring. One, two, three. Right in the middle. And then it was revealed that Wardlow gave MJF the ring. Wardlow smirking all the time. Got that look like, yeah, you fucking need me. You son of a bitch. You need me. And MJF folded the legs, did the thing like Punk, flexes muscles, and that's how the show ended. Before I give my very candid thoughts on this on this match, and particularly the finish, it, we'll start with this. You had messaged me right before the show started what they were going to start with. What did you think of them starting with that? With starting with Moxley? Not starting with Punk and MJF. Did you agree that that should have been in the slot it was in? It should have been in the headlining spot. I did up until the finish. The reason Why? I say the Why? reason I say that is, and I'm not mad about. Like I don't think after the finish there was a wrong answer there. I thought that it should have gone last at all times. 
once you see the finish, that's something that you can build on throughout the rest of the episode. You can still build on it. You leave fans thinking about it. But at the same time, you could have built more. You could have cut a promo for MJF during the second hour. You know, that sort of thing. And that's just the thinking, booking type of thing. But I still do think that the ending was the right call. You are in Chicago. You've been advertising this for about two weeks now. This was the reason people tuned in today. And honestly, at night, it's fine. It's fine at, at the as the main event, especially because you gave them enough time to actually do it. That was another reason why I would I was thinking about first because you give them the time as opposed to cutting them off, giving them a deadline of hey, you're going now, but you have until nine o'clock. They went forty five minutes. That went out the window pretty quick. I was surprised that they gave him that long. But if you go first, obviously you can adjust afterwards. They went on last. They gave him a ton of time. They gave him some cushion to work with. I didn't mind it either way. You agree with the finish. Why? Like What? What about the finish? And we'll put this up now. Agree or disagree with the MJF Punk finish? Leave questions, comments fire away like the do what you gotta do like it love it thumbs down tell us how you feel so at first i was saying you know that's kind of bs that you end in a dq but once you start thinking about it once you put your booking cap your long-term storytelling cap on this isn't a rivalry that ends clean in a dynamite. This is this is a rivalry that needs to end in a pay-per-view. Clean. The reason that I like the finish. And I'm not saying light. I'm saying I didn't mind the finish. It didn't ruin the match for me. The match was fantastic. The storytelling at its finest. The ending, it keeps the story going and it actually makes sense. It's not a regurgitated Let's keep doing promos every week until revolution. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. No, it gives a reason. It gives Punk now a promo saying, you couldn't beat me without him. It gives MJF and Warlow more of a storyline of, hey, you couldn't beat him without me on Warlow's side. You're building up more long-term storylines by doing it the way that you did. It made sense. Because you couldn't pin MJF clean on a dynamite. Even if it was in Chicago. I get that. I get that people are upset. Oh, you should have had a finish. You've been building up to this. It is what it is. I don't think either of these guys could have taken a clean pin without any shenanigans or anything like that. Punk eating the pin after shenanigans, he wasn't going to go undefeated. He wasn't going to go on a Goldberg run. He was bound to get it at some point. But make it make sense when he does get it. This one, to me, it makes sense long-term storytelling at the end of it. Okay. I know you hated it. This finish was horseshit. (laughs) I saw it coming. It was maybe two weeks ago. 
when he talked about it was either two or three weeks ago, it was something about like you couldn't I can beat you in the place. Well, something around like you can't beat me in you don't want me in this place. And we all knew the place was Chicago. And I saw it coming, and I'm because I was sitting there thinking about it when the finish happened. And I'm like, I should have saw it coming. And I remember the promo, and it was a good promo. No. All the promos in this program have been absolutely excellent. How you laid that out, you could have had it. I would have done the turn here, and this is why. More people are going to watch Dynamite. And this isn't an I love AEW pay-per-views. We both do. Everyone, I, I'm, don't, I've really not met people that don't like their pay-per-views. They put on top-notch pay-per-views. But if we're thinking, you're going to make more money on pay-per-view. And I, I get that aspect of it. But I wouldn't even have had the match then. You could have built this up for another four weeks. This story's easy to tell, and the, both guys have done a great job. This isn't really one of those really rocket science stories. That's how they used to do this in the eighties, and even a good part parts of the nineties, where you would just do verbal sneak attacks. They never touched, never touched until tonight. If you really want the blow off, you want the match, you do it, you save it for make people spend $50. If you want to pin them, pin them in attack. Pin them in attack. You still have that heat there. You could have done a tag match tonight. MJF gets, you could have done this same finish in attack. Then you do the blow-off at the pay-per-view. That's how booking is, old-school booking is. That's how they did it 60s, 70s, 80s, most of the 90s. That's how it's done. That's how it was done. And I always cried to Tony Khan, but I question Tony Khan's booking here tonight. If this was the route you're going, you could have done this pin in a different situation. And the finish was horseshit. It was, and I said this to you, uh, I said this to you off air, and, and I'll say it here to the people. That was Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley finish at the Royal Rumble. I expect that out of WWE. You get this nice, good, long match, great storytelling, and then you get the horrendous finish. <laughs> I expect that from Vince McMahon. I don't expect it from Tony Khan. Let me, to that point, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I'm not saying I agree with you either. This is something that in three weeks to a month. Paper in a month. Paper in four weeks. Yeah, in four weeks. In four weeks. We're going to look back on this, and I have a feeling this is going to be correct. We're going to look back on this, and we're going to say, okay, now it makes sense. You said 
This is very Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley type sure booking. Sure was. Here's the difference. This is free TV. You People paid to watch that shit. The and also, I, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get, let me get, let me finish. Call you out on your bullshit here. They no, paid, sure. Go, they, but, go, but go ahead, please. They paid me. their five bucks a month. It is what it is. I get that. But at the same time, that's a premium live event. Premium. Get the fuck out of here. Whatever it's called. Premium. No, you're exactly right. But don't talk in WWE rhetoric here. Yeah. No. Come on. At the same time, though, you look at what happened tonight. Look at the result of it. Punk got pinned. MJF. Did he get a ton of heat in that building tonight? Yeah, he was going to. He gets heat everywhere. But what's the point? He got Where are you trying more. To get he got more heat. I told you two weeks ago when they announced the match that it's going to happen in Chicago. You asked me, point blank, who do you think goes over? I told you MJF goes over because the heat is going to be nuclear, especially in Chicago. That's the long-term booking that I'm seeing here. I they, don't want... Go ahead. they did it in this way because now you have three stories to tell. You did one. You split it into three, kind of like our conversations on the show. We constantly split into three. It's what we do say. best. You don't say. You have the Wardlow aspect of it, where he can tell MJF, you can't win without me. You have the Punk, where he's going to cut vicious promos. You had to cheat. You had to try to do every cheat on the book, and you barely got me. You're not better than me unless you, you're cheating. That's the punk aspect. And you got the MJF, who's still that coward heel working on it. Like, basically trying to prove himself, trying to prove that he can do it with Warlow, without Warlow in the next couple of weeks. That's where they're headed. And I don't mind that, because now it creates three separate... It's kind of like a triangle at this point. You have three separate storylines going on at once. Punk trying to get his win back. MJF trying to validate his win. Wardlow basically proving that he is a key factor in this whole rivalry. I'm a fan of long-term booking. I don't want to sit here and say I'm not. I, I, can get, I get the premise of what they're trying to do. And, but you didn't have to go. You could have just went the different route. I get like building the stories. and we. I'm up big fan of long-term long-term storytelling is are you wish we'd see more of it that's why one of the reasons aew is such a breath of fresh air mm -hmm. to begin with is because we get these types of things where you're <coughs> that's what we're doing they're doing here god bless you thank you i get that's what they're doing here you could have done the same thing in attack same damn thing in attack do you have the same I impact Absolutely. 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 Wardlow, though, it could have been MJF and Spears. It could have been MJF and it could have been whoever. It didn't have doesn't have to be Wardlow. Could have been someone from FTR. You know? Or it could have been a six-man tag, him and FTR. And Spears, I'm not Spears, but Wardlow came in. You, there was ways to do it. 
having your top attraction, because there's no doubt he is the draw. He is the top attraction for this company. No disrespect to the champ. Because I thought Adam Page cut the hell out. I, I I love everything about Adam Page. Even though I don't think... I'm Even though I'm, I'm all in on this Archer program, that match next week is going to be fucking bonkers. That's nope. going to be very violent. And we'll be here giving you our thoughts next Wednesday, 9-15. There you go. Look at you. Broadcasting 101 there. But... I wouldn't have done it here. I, I, like, if I'm doing the pin, man, the premise was good, but you're going, you're going 45, and at 43 and a half, you do that. That's WWE shit. You could, you could tell the same stories. I agree with you on the storytelling. You have me there. You do. I'm all, and I'm, we're not disagreeing there. My big bone of contention is there's a different way you could have done that. That was some freaking Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. That was some really good raw main events, SmackDown main events, and we get a DQ. It's like a DQ. It's like, come on. I got better things to do. You put the time, because that's. To me, that comes off as that you're losing. Not, I don't want to say losing. You had a lot of people watching tonight. I feel this rating is going to be very good. I have a feeling they got a great shot at beating Raw into 18 to 49. I don't think it does 1.8 in terms of 1.8 million views. But 1.4? 1.5? Point four eight, point four seven, point four eight. Beating a point four seven is definitely in the realm of possibility. Yeah, and you got you're gonna you new people were watching tonight. That's not the finish because more people are gonna watch this match tonight than they will on on uh, March the fifth or March the sixth. I do apologize. You're doing it on Sunday. They're going to make more money, which I get. I mean, that's pay-per-view still. Yeah, TV's a big driver, but so is they're making good money on pay-per-view. For the last couple of pay-per-views, they've done very well in terms of buys and generating money. They've made a lot of money. I and that's the na- and that's the and name I don't of the- buy pay-per-views. No, you don't. You are cheap as you know what. But I, I understand why. But. What's the excuse now? No one told you to put a ring on it. Your life is gonna be. Over. You did. I will go. I will go on the archives. It's gonna be over. Your life is gonna be over. My life is shit. I've come to that realization. I'm, <laughs> I'm happily married with shit. <laughs> my shit. My life's done. It's done. I got my kids. <coughs> I got my dogs. I got my big uh, raw. <coughs> Raw Iron Excuse Spence. Me. What else do I got to fucking live for? In terms of like, if I'm married, I'm not getting divorced. Shit. Your, I your, son's, your son's I, teenage years, man. Those are going to be the fun ones. Shit, yeah, because I'm going to get to sleep in. 
snow day today, 6.30 in the morning. Beautiful. No. Mind you, during the week, this kid doesn't get up for shit. <laughs> and then I wake up. 6.37. Dad, I'm up. I'm ready. Ready for what? You had a snow day, son. I need another hour of sleep before I go snow blow my ass off. He's home again tomorrow. Oh, man. Shit. Shit, thank God. See, this is the good thing about being married. One of the many great things. Lynn will be home. Where is a phenomenal, a fantastic man. There's There's even a better woman. Even my wife hated that finish. She thought that was terrible. Let's she doesn't watch a lot of wrestling. You know what she tried to do? She mm-hmm. had the nerve. So I got the kids to bed. I got them tucked in. I always sit with my eldest for a few minutes. We sit in bed. We sit and talk. And over here, we got more pe- a lot of people coming in. It's Stephen Milhausen here along with Daryl Rivera. Walkway to Fight Club. We are talking the big news. MJF pinning CM Punk with the help of Wardlow in the main event of a very good dynamite from the Wintrust Arena here in Chicago. Do you agree or disagree with the finish? I hate the finish. While Mr. Rivera over here, a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan. I just said, you and did, like I said, uh, answer the question. Do you agree? I agree. Dis- I so agree. Therefore, you that agree. doesn't make me a big fan. That would be a walking contradiction. Here. I'm not a walking contradiction. You're you're putting two very broad contacts and making them like the singular thing. Just because I agree with it doesn't mean I'm a big fan of it. I agree with the finish. It's like I told you off air. They booked themselves into a corner. This I think was the best way for them to get out. And it builds story. It's building the story. I will not judge harshly on this until I see the finish of the story. And I think it's going to be a gimmick match in Revolution. And I'm all for it. What kind of gimmick match? Some kind of cage. Now, let's get back to what we were were talking about. Really important stuff here. Now I forgot. Because I did a a freaking reset. Good lord. Lynn, Lynn, Lynn oh, had the audacity oh, doing something. Oh, so thread lightly. She might be watching. Hi, Lynn. I get down. She's not watching. She's <laughs> watching HGTV. Don't diss HGTV, man. They got some good stuff. They do, but that's that and Magnolia Network. That's the second time I talk about HGTV today. It's gonna be more part of your life. I promise. <laughs> promise i'm not kidding so i'm watching dynamite <coughs> punks about mjf's in the ring punks about to come out he comes out and she's like oh yeah he's like you're doing podcasts i'm like yeah she's like well i'm gonna go sit in the sunroom and watch the snow i'm like wait a minute you're gonna leave she's like well yeah i don't want to watch this i'm like you don't want to spend no quality time with your husband? And she's like, not when you're watching wrestling. And I'm like, if you love me, you will come sit with me. Because I love you, and I watch all your girly shows. Some of them are good. 
some of them are horseshit. All I watch is sports. I watch, I watch, I have a few TV shows like I'm into that I will watch. Yellowstone. Oh, oh my God. I watched two more episodes of that last night. Holy shit. We're on episode six, season one. Oh my God. I'm in, 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 in the Yellowstone. Who's in on Yellowstone? I need to soon. Oh, oh my God. If we did not have kids, we would have been done with that already. We would have binge watched the shit out of that. Because that's what we did with uh, Breaking Bad about a month before we had Ethan. Never seen it. Oh my God. Watch. Watch. We watched it when we had Netflix. And I'm like, I'm all in. You guys in on Yellowstone. Tell me if you're in on Yellowstone. Leave a leave a comment. Leave a thumbs up. A retweet. We got all. Give a thumbs up to the YouTube channel because we're also live on YouTube. Give a thumbs up to the YouTube channel and also subscribe to the channel. I'm all in. We watched Breaking Bad in like two weeks. We go, listen, we're not going to get any more time to ourselves. We're going to be so tired. We're not going to get through shows like this. Like, it took us, like, six months to get through uh, Shit's Creek. How is that? Oh, yeah. No. That might be the next show me and Caleb binge watch. Get all in on that one, too. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. All in. Definitely give that a whirl. It's a very, very, very good show. I'm like, if I'm like, we're going to watch this. And you know what? She watched more of that than she was on her phone, so that was a win. She's there like, that was actually good, and she was upset. She thought Punk should have won. Called MJF an asshole. Thought Warlow was a good-looking guy, but he's a dumb dick. Dumb dick were her words. I, I dare you to tell Warlow that to his face. I'm interviewing QT Marshall tomorrow. And I will ask him, what can you, what word, what phrases can and can you not say the word, Lou? Ask him what his last bowling score was for me. Is he in the bowling? No, the bowling t shirts, man. That's all he wears now. I will ask him that. He looks like <laughs> Charlie Sheen in two and a half. I'm going to tell him that tomorrow with, with the bowling shirt. That's a good one. But I just can't, back to the finish. This is it's just a hard one because I get where they're going with the story, but you could have gone. There's different routes this could have gone. You could have done a few different things, and they just didn't do it. And I'm not saying it's like supposing Tony Khan's a smart guy. I'm shocked he. This isn't a Tony Khan finish. You know that Tony Khan doesn't like doing these screwy, unless it does, like, and here's the point I'm going to go to. And But they didn't, they played it off, but it wasn't for like another three months, was Moxley and Omega when they did that screwy finish with Callus. And they did the uh, exploding barbed wire match. That was three months later. The, The sparkling, sparklers, New Year's fest. 
match. And I wasn't even yeah. But that's something you can't blame AEW on. That were they did it a couple times during the day and it worked just fine. You know, it's one of those things where it, it's a hit or miss and it, it has to hit when you need it to and it didn't hit that time. Yeah. That's their fault. They but the match did they kind of really jump started that the run they're on was that match in terms of pay-per-view buys. So yeah. uh, it's a testament to them that that because of that match really put them on a good plane and where they're at right now, which was at, at the end of the day, it ended up being a really good move. I didn't like that finish at the time either. It's like, why are you going there? Because at the time they weren't the world's biggest fan of rematches. Like the Young Bucks and FTR still had didn't have a rematch. Never had a rematch for the tag titles. But now you're starting to see them do it more with like you had Omega and Mox. And then you did um Guevara and Cody. So like there's times where they do it. Hopefully this is one of those times. I hope I'm wrong. I will eat the biggest fucking crow. And I will own it. Like no other. If they face off at... Re- but see, the premise is they have to face each other at Revolution. The payoff has to be him getting pinned in the middle of the ring. If that is not the payoff, because it should be... Then I will eat the crow and Max, say that this sucked. Max is going to be around a very long time. It's not like Punk's got another 10 years in the business. This is your guy. He is your mainstream attraction. If someone's going to take the title off Adam Page, that's the guy it should be. Even though I think they'll go with MJF, which isn't the world's worst idea, but I would go with my marquee attraction. Hmm. I would go with that because he's going to sell the tickets. He's going to sell the pay-per-views. He's going to get the ratings. He's your biggest rating shot. He's your biggest attraction. But All, that better be the damn finish at Revolution. Or I'm saying I'm saying this is what this is my prediction. Revolution, MJF versus Punk, steel cage match. And it's clean, no interference, punk wins. I know Wardlow will have something to do. But it'll be more of like he's gonna be in that ladder revolution match. Like yeah, it'll be more like the story after that will probably be. This is just me predicting and not like actually saying. Oh, it's gonna be this. It'll probably be MJF Warlow and Warlow's lack of being there when MJF ate the pin to CM Punk, which is a good story to tell. Matt Ward, thank you for watching, my friend. I thought it should have been a tight limit draw and let MJF get the pin at Revolution. They never set a time limit. Mm-mm. I'll Not go, only I'm, that. I'm going to go back and watch. I'm going to go back and watch the match tomorrow. That'll be for one of the reasons. But that's an interesting. Okay. I wouldn't have done a time limit just because you've done it so much often. You did it with Brian and Paige. You did it with Omega and Brian. Like, you've been doing it a lot lately. Those should be special when you do them. No, I agree with that. What if Punk, Mox, and Brian become a a heel faction? 
with Moxley's <coughs> AEW Jam Punk and Bryant. Matt Ward, you are two for two with strong takes today. We must have whipped you in the shape. That's what, yeah. We must have. Must have been drinking his thinking juice. It's not a bad idea. I'm all in. I'm in with anything that is John Moxley and Daniel Bryan. Do you think they align together? No. I don't think so either. I want them to, though. I want them to, but I think it's too soon. After Mox's return. I agree. They should have had a match. Like, I would have... The way I would do it if they do end up, like, getting together... So I was have Mox say no. Then they have a match after that. I think it would work. They need to have a match first, in my opinion. I agree. Okay. Not wrong there. I mean, I'm on board with that one. And uh, I think there was one more on this topic. Let's see. Oh, wrong one. Sorry about that. No, that wasn't in terms of that one. Okay. <clears throat> Get to that question at the end. But I think that but that's that. that I think that's what we're going to see. I agree with you. I think you have to have a match at Revolution because mm-hmm. it's going to be Adam Cole. And then I do have this confirmed because I did ask during this show and it was confirmed. It will be Adam Page defending if he gets by Lance Archer. Hint, hint. Will be wink. defending the AEW heavyweight title against Adam Cole at Revolution. And based off what we saw tonight, it will be in some form Paige Van Zant and Brandy Rhodes. What form that's going to be in? I'm working on that, but I'm trying to figure out where I did ask. This has been in the works for a while. This was when they first had their promo. What was that? A month or so ago at Daly's place. This was the, this was the ultimate destination. Was that for, for Paige and for Brandy to get in the ring. And I think this is a big coup for AEW. I think Paige Van Zant is a star. She checks every damn box. I don't have much of a problem with this at all because you're getting that mainstream attraction. And that's what you need. You need eyeballs. No. Paige Van Zant is a very popular fighter in the UFC, even if she's not in the company, in the MMA world. She's in bare knuckle. She's in bare knuckle now, yeah. Bare knuckle fighting. Champion. But she she is a very popular fighter in the world, regardless of what company she's in. She's Correct. one of those that once the name comes up on the headline, people are going to pay attention and read the article. So she has that. She brings that in, like that casual viewer of whoa, Van Zant's doing wrestling. Well, what's going on? Then they get to see all of everything that's going on there. So I think this is a good get. For the AEW for the AEW brand. <clears throat> Do you like the fact she's working with Brandy? 
Yes. Just because it makes sense. It wouldn't make sense if it's Paige versus a female talent because what's the story there that she's just debuting? Here you had Dan Lambert trashing wrestling and everything like that. And you bring her in and she's taking on an authority figure. It's a good way to bring her in because Brandy is still the... What did, what did Brand, Brandy... Chief branding, chief branding officer. Chief branding officer. Chief Brandy officer. As they call it. I think it's... Pairing-wise, I don't think it's like the styles clash a little bit. And I think it'll be a test for both to work together. But I think they can pull it off if they tell the right story. The crowd was into it. Yeah. Brandy's over, man. People want to see it. But when Paige came out, she got a good pop. No. She got a good pop. It was a good reaction. The brawl was good. I thought it was well done. You said something in a text, and I didn't see it until we were about I was walking down and I looked at my phone. You hate Dan Lambert. I don't hate Dan Lambert. I'm not the biggest fan. Why? I think he is a breath of fresh air. He is. I think his promos come and go like they're either too, like they're good or they're the worst thing I've ever heard. It's never like in the middle. Like some of his promo work doesn't make sense. Like I remember a couple of weeks ago, like he had a promo. He's like, I was drinking water off a hose and you millennials are doing this stuff. I'm like, I don't think this is going to click, man. But at the same time, like it's, I just don't, it, it sounds too rehearsed in my, it, that's, that's the only thing that, that's the only beef I have with it. It doesn't make sense and it sounds rehearsed. He's got that heat though. He's got the heat. I mean, you you tell a bunch of wrestling fans that they're stupid and they're morons. Yeah, you're gonna get heat. It's got that heat, my man. No. At the end of the day, that is what sells. Whether it's we, good. whether we want to admit it or not, at the end of the day, that that is what sells. And as long as you can get Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page over, I'm fine with it. I wonder if they do. And this is me talking out loud, just based off what we saw. I wonder if they do Brandy and Cody <coughs> against Ethan Page and Paige Van Zandt. If they don't do a, a singles. Somehow they're meeting. They're going to have a match at Revolution. I just don't know. I've so asked, that? and I did confirm it. So that's... But when I asked about what kind of match, I wasn't given any, really, any particulars. So, But I'm down for it, though. Whatever... Whatever it's going to be, I'm down. She's a star. She's a mainstream star. And that and that stuff really doesn't hurt. It, it really, really doesn't. And I think that's that helps the company when, at the end of the day, when you can get names like that, they're going to go out and they're going to do interviews. They're going to pub it. Like, look at Johnny Knoxville. I thought that was props to him, props to WWE. That was really good stuff. And I'm and it was done the right way, and they're still... I don't know if they're going to have a match at WrestleMania or Saudi or... Him and Sammy. But they were going at it again last night. It was brilliant. It was well done. So, you know, I like that stuff, like you just, at the end of the day, you can't really knock. All right, let's get to the Mag Daddy. 
of Mac Daddies. There goes the money. There goes the, there goes the money. Money, 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 money. Dollar, dollar. Fade dollar, it out. Dollar. <laughs> ching, ching, bling, 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 bling. Bling, bling, bling. No? I don't have my $1,000 watch on today either. I should have put it on. There you go. That's how you had the bling, bling. I don't have my Movado on. <laughs> my new Movado. I don't know why Move my wife's she I don't know why she's spending a thousand dollars on a watch. What the fuck was she thinking? My money, by the way. I want our money. I will be I'll be fair. I'll say it's ours. There you go. Even though she makes just about double what I make, and that's depressing. I shouldn't say that. A woman making more money is okay. You have more fun though. Dude, I have fun. It's life. Life is fun. No. Life, life is definitely fun. But let's get into Shane McMahon. We had talked about, I had reported Monday because I, um, I had found out that the running plan was for Shane McMahon to be in the elimina- Elimination Chamber match for the WWE title and then face Austin Theory at WrestleMania. You sent me a message this morning about ringside news, and I'm like, man, they're very hit and miss, and they hit here. They reported that Shane McMahon was, in quotes, let go from WWE. It was confirmed by Fightful. It was confirmed by Dave Meltzer. So here's the skinny. Here's the la- what I've heard, and some of it is already out there. But as we talked about, he pissed off a lot of people at the Royal Rumble. He basically booked that match wanting to make himself the star. He berated failed. He berated more than one producer. One was Jamie Noble because we seen Jamie Noble. Me and you saw him at the hotel. So Jamie Noble was in St. Louis, which he should have been. He one of their best producers, I feel like. I do not know the name of the other producer, but that instant there was another one people were upset with the changing of the match he reportedly threw a temper tantrum when told that he vince was shooting down some of those ideas that he had but then on monday sometime monday i found out monday morning it was like mid-morning he was this was the plan i should have reported earlier but i like waiting till like right when raw's about to hit I got to learn just when you get it, do it. That's a pet peeve of mine. I got to learn to be better. But anyways, don't even bring his name up. That's He's got a lot of heat. A lot of people know about it. So as of Shane McMahon will not be a part of WrestleMania. Shane McMahon will not be in the Elimination Chamber. I am told he's not fired, but... The feeling is, though, that Vince is going to let things die down, and Shane will be back. There's no one thinking he's actually going to let him go. No one thinks that. I don't think it either. I really don't. To be a fly in the wall, to hear what kind of ideas he was getting rejected. Well, the idea is... And I told you one of them that they had planned, and this was confirmed too, 
by a couple sources that by a couple people like Sean Rossap, Dave Meltzer. They, I know Sean did, and I think our boy Louis Dangor, our good boy Louis from Give Me Sport, reported that they were talking about him and Rollins was a conversation. Rollins would win the rumble at one point. What they were going to do was Rollins was going to be in the rumble. Smarter heads prevailed on that one. And another thought was him and Lashley for the title. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? I don't I don't understand like this and big fascination with Shane McMahon, but it all makes sense now. And it, very interesting. A lot of a lot of interesting stuff. The thing with Riddle was debunked. Yep. Which I thought it was me and you were talking about the answer. That just didn't seem. The program that... he's at right now doesn't make sense for him to win. Randy Orton is on a hiatus. I'm trying. And I'm going to f- try to find out more tomorrow. I really didn't. I heard it late in the day today, like late in the afternoon. And I was not. I was, I was hungry. <laughs> My kids are. Hanging off their swing set in the sunroom, and I'm like, "This can wait till tomorrow if it's not broken. If it's broken by then, whatever." But I'm gonna try to find that out tomorrow. Of like, what is exactly going on with Randy Orton? He's being promoted for next week. It's raw, so I found this interesting when it started coming out today that he is going to be taking a break. Well, he must not have been happy about the stuff at the Rumble. Yeah, because he came out at twenty nine, I mean, or tw- what is it? Tw- yeah, twenty nine. That made 29. no sense. No yeah. sense. I would have put him in either number one, and he goes the distance, or you put him in like f- between like fourteen and sixteen, because then the crowd's going to stay in it. That whole pacing and that men's rumble. I watched that today. That was rough. That was the quickest men's rumble. That was 51 minutes. It was rough. It was 51 it was minutes. Hard watch. Very, 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 very hard watch. But I will hopefully, I'll try to find out some stuff tomorrow about Randy Orton. Let's and get... I think he, he usually takes takes a week or two before WrestleMania. But see, the thing is. And for the record, Randy Orton lasted two minutes in the Rumble. Two minutes for the Riddle. hometown guy. Two minutes. Riddle lasted. Riddle lasted longer. Riddle lasted twenty minutes. Twenty plus minutes here. Twenty minutes. Nineteen forty-six. Be more exact. I have no problem. With it. I I want Riddle to be pushed. Yes, but have Randy Orton in for two minutes in his hometown. I think maybe he decided I'm gonna. Take a siesta for a minute, but in the middle of your program, I don't think is the word. Hopefully, he's back this week. But I was—I forget who it was. Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer, wrestling from the Wrestling Observer, reported that today. All right, let's get. We'll close with these questions. Let's, see, let's get rid of you, Shane McMahon. All right, let's get to this. <laughs> Vince already did that for you. Why was Spanky trying to get a payday when he is under contract at WWE? Okay. 
Now, this was some wonky shit. So, AEW announced yesterday that Brian Kendrick would be facing John Moxley. I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on here? So, I did a, I asked, and I was told he had been released. He had requested it, like, some, like, beginning of December. And it was just granted, like, a week ago. So, thinking the match is going to happen, I'm eating dinner. And I see Tony Khan put on Twitter that was due to some comments that he made in the past. And they they pulled him from the show. So, that's interesting. Why they didn't do that beforehand and vetted that. Got to vet that shit. Yeah. He has responded, by the way. Brian Kendrick. What did Brian Kendrick say? Brian Kendrick in response to the getting pulled from and the allegations of what he said. I apologize for all the hurt and embarrassment I have caused with my words. These are not my beliefs and never were beliefs of mine, and I crossed the line. And the second tweet... I spread the most vile comments without thinking of the damage it would cause. I will live with this regret for the rest of my life. I'm truly sorry for the pain I have caused. Now, make this clear. I don't know what the comment is. I don't know. I, I really don't. If you want to, like, what did he say? It was like, so he went on a tirade about conspiracy theories. And he went as far back as saying the Holocaust is overblown. And we got a Whoopi Goldberg situation here. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Like, because as soon as because they opened they opened the show with Moxley, so they never mentioned it. I didn't. I didn't know until Wheeler Yuta came out, and I'm like. I should have sent that to you. I didn't even. I thought you knew, and I should have just not assumed. Because no. you're you're just as busy as I am, so I should have been like, "Hey, did you see this?" But I can't be saying that stuff. Oh fuck no! I can't. Hell, Whoopi Goldberg only got suspended. Her ass should have been fired. That's a whole other conversation for a totally different time. I'll send I'll send you the I'll send you the tweet so you can check out what, what the rest of these were. He calls a moon maybe a hollow space station for aliens. Yeah. That one's one of the lesser. So th- there you go, Matt Ward. Paige Van Zant versus versus Ronda Rose, Thunder Rosa, who is in MMA. Thunder Rosa is no longer in MMA. She fought for Combate. Combate Globa. Her contract has expired. She's no longer with them. So that is, she's 100% fully focused on wrestling. But you want to do an MMA match? Do like what they did with Hager and uh, who was it with Hager? Is that Warlow? Yeah. I'd be in for that because I thought that was actually some fun. Um, or uh, Rid- Riddle versus uh, Timothy Thatcher. That was fun. I'm going to keep going. This is like the second time in a week that I go back to that match. 
cool match. Horrible finish. Yes. Final comment. What I wrote an article and an idea of breaking up RK Brill by you by using the WWE Championship. They're eventually going to break up. There yeah. is no tag team unless you are FTR or the Young Bucks or the Lucha Bros. I can see the Lucha Bros splitting. Everybody forgets a Penta. Penta had a pretty good singles run. So did Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix yeah. is a freak. If you put Ray Phoenix by himself, I would make Ray Phoenix the world champion. I would say the same for Penta. Both of them are stud singles wrestlers. Penta had one of the best runs in Lucha Underground in a company that was like weird in how they ran everything. Okay. Like his match versus Vampiro was wonky, but at the same time, the storytelling was phenomenal. And it's because obviously Vampiro had his health issues. But this man was literally known for breaking people's arms. Like he would show up, break somebody's arm, leave. That was Penta. There you go. Talk- Matt Ward is also Penta. a Lucha Underground fan. God, I love you, Matt Ward. Penta versus Ray Phoenix and an awesome feud in Lucha. Okay, Matt, we're going to teach you how to spell today. F, I'm going to pretend like you, like me, you have a very gigantic fingers, which if I, my mind is serving me right, you do. Your fingers are freaking massive. You know what to say about guys with big hands. <laughs> boom, 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 all types. This is now the Matt Ward show. And Lucha, I am half Mexican. L-U-C-H-A. I will let you slide today because you're leaving awesome comments. I have a spelling problem too once in a while. But we do have one more question by way of... (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Love you, man. I do it too. I do it. I do it at least three times a day. Whether it's work or work-related or just sending a text. I do it all the time. But we do have a question, a boxing question from Alan Surf at Alan L. London. He's a writer from maxboxing.com. He wants to know what do you think the odds of an Oscar De La Hoya versus Floyd Mayweather rematch happening? I'll start with you. What do you think? When was Floyd Mayweather's last payday? June got paid like fifty million to do nothing with Logan next Paul. June. This well, we're June. talking about you know that thing with him and the YouTube guy on the AirPad that vapored away quicker than you can say hello. There's a where there's smoke, there's fire, and Mayweather's always down for another payday. I don't even see if that. he doesn't spend it quicker than he gets it. There's no way he's rich. That he's rich? I don't buy it. No. It's all a facade. All a facade. He could have been. I'm not saying he wasn't. Ever was. He definitely was. He made $300 million for freaking face and pack. Yeah, what, another $200 million face $250 million to face McGregor? Plus I accounting don't... for all the, the, the I other don't 48. Think, I don't think he's there. 
I think he blew through that money quicker than you could say hello. That's a whole other conversation. It's a lot um, of so you think that possibility is there? I think the possibility is there for a money grab. Oscar's been training. Floyd never stopped training. I talked last week with Oscar De La Hoya, and I brought it, brought it up to him. He's like, there, it would, and this got picked up because I wrote the article yesterday. Where can and they find it? Zone.com. I, you know, I'll give you the exact link right now. Give me. I will. I, you know, I'm going to be so kind to you guys today. I don't really have to be, but I'm going to be. Let's see. I'll give the exact link. Thezone.com forward slash en hyphen us. Don't ask why all the. Don't ask why about all the. All the hash forward slash the hyphen. You'll figure it out in due in due time, in due time. From what I keep being told, but but it got picked up all over the place, and he felt because of like the way technology is now, you know, the NFTs, social media, you know, the digital age is, you know, like he brought up <coughs> like what the zone's doing, you know, and I think, and I'll even say it, I don't, I really don't care. And I've said this to people at the zone. I think Showtime, the way they've done their digital, I think is a very well done ESPN plus well done. Your three big players are the zone ESPN plus. And for combat, I'm yeah. talking about for combat in Showtime's digital. I think Showtime's digital is a vastly underrated, you know, but that really, they put more of an emphasis on that when Floyd fought Logan faced Lo- Floyd and Logan did the exhibition. Yeah. You know, that's guy who really knows it. And that was a smart move by the people at Showtime and Viacom. It's the way the world is going. The world is going. The world is going more digital. It's becoming more of a digital world. And Oscar said, oh, you know, I think you could do five million homes. I don't think it will do five. The first fight did 2.4 million. I think a second one can do at least three. They're going to sell the fight. They hate each other. Doesn't matter. You can do a joint pay per view, and then you know each people get to keep, get to keep their own pie, and you know no one really no one's feelings get hurt. I don't think it's gonna happen just because the way he sounded, he's still not really over COVID. He's like, I can run. He's like, I'll run. Start. I'll run a couple miles, and then like I get like that tightness in my chest. Like I'm still feeling like the effects of that. He's like, he goes, I'm not getting any any younger. He really didn't seem optimistic. Hmm. I don't want to see him in the ring. The last time I saw him in the ring, got brutalized. He got demolished. That's not the Oscar De La Hoya. I want to remember that I want to, I want, I want to choose to remember him for, you know, five division world champion, the golden board, the 1992 Olympian, 
faced all comers, faced everybody, the best in his era. That's the guy I want to choose from. I don't want him going in exhibition and facing Floyd Mother. Oscar doesn't need the money. Arthur is filthy rich. Yeah. Filthy rich. But he doesn't need the money. He's one of those guys that truly is doing it because he loves it. But I don't need to see him back in the ring. Interview did well, though. Article did. Fucking fantastic. It was a good interview. I was there live for it. Oh, it was was juicy. Audio tomorrow will be live. But no, I'm looking. No, but that article did, did like First day, 5,100 views for a feature article. That's not bad. That's not bad. But, and no compliments on that number, by the way. But No love from the people that signed my paychecks. I'll give you a golf clap. Make up for it. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I was just trying to decide. Well, let's decide this on here. We're open to the people. Do you think with what is going to be on SmackDown Friday, is it worth a podcast? What do you think? I'm on the fence. What's going on again? Uh, Rain, uh, Roman Reigns promo. Maybe Brock comes out. I don't know. Um, Paul's going to explain his actions, and then Ronda's going to give her answer which is going to unfortunately be Charlotte Flair for a match no one really wants to see. I'll leave it up to you. You suck at life. Right, you're, whose name is first in this podcast? Doesn't matter. We're a team in this. Yes, I make the decisions, but come on. I mean, look I at this do... guy. Yes, and come on. See, I'm not reviewing Rampage. No, there is. Okay, that's 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 the show starting at like eleven o'clock. <laughs> it starts at nine. Let's yeah. be honest. But but the podcast sucks. The rule the rule we have. And this is the rule I have, and we're gonna go with this rule going forward. We will always podcast every Wednesday, unless, like next Wednesday, we will not be able to. Why is because I will be on an airplane heading home from New York. So we'll probably do probably Thursday because I'm going to be, I'm going to be out of sight and out of mind for a few days out in New York city for work. So there will be no podcast next Wednesday, but probably next Thursday. Never cool. been. I haven't been to New York in a while. I'm pretty excited. My mother lives over there. And I'm going to the Brooklyn Nets and Boston Celtics game. The zone like is hooking it up. We're going to be like VIPs, free food, unfortunately non-alcoholic drinks, which I'm a little disappointed about. But you know what? I'm going to fork over the money. I won't even expense it because I can't. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I would never do that. But I'm going to. A little alcohol. I think we're going to be courtside. I think they like, hooked us up courtside. It's going to be freaking sweet. Are they hiring? Then the zone, I'm freaking trying to get a budget, man. That's a whole other freaking issue. Trying to get money so I can hire people. <laughs> it's part of the reason why I'm going next week. 
it's going to be some interesting conversations of trying to get asking a billion dollar company, a multi-billion dollar company for more money you would think would be, but they're great people. I can't complain, but I need more writers and hopefully I can get some more and I'm allowed to have some more very thin, but we make, but I make it work. We have a great crew over there, but yes. No. So Mitt Ward, the answer to your question is fuck. No, no combination with rampage. There is nothing good about rampage. Did they even promote what is going to be on rampage? Yeah. What is it? Isaiah Cassidy and Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what else in, in two seconds. They did promote a tag team match. I just don't remember which one it was. That means it wasn't that important. Rampage, Rampage, Rampage. I don't know why. It took me to this. What is up with Twitter? Sun Pictures. I don't even know what that is. Anyways, other than that, no. Nothing of utter importance. I did really. Oh, Ricky Starks was Jay Lethal. Oh, yes. for the... That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Let's see. Ricky Starks, Jay Lethal for the TNT title. MJF has already tweeted. Second City, so I beat that bum twice. The troll game is definitely fucking real, though. The troll game is absolutely brilliant. But, Daryl, where can the fans find you on social media? You can find me right down here, uh, dyborico 21 on Twitter or on Instagram at dwalkwaytofightclub, all lower cases. Find me on Twitter at S- Twitter, Instagram, and the TikTok, which I'm having fun with. You can find me on there at, at Mealhausen JR. Oh my God, it's fun. It's actually very fun. Um, you can find Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Walkway to Fight Club, or on Twitter at Walkway Fight. You can also, we have a YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash Walkway to Fight Club. A lot of cool stuff up. Liv Morgan, we got the preview of the Royal Rumble. We got Raw Recap. We got, this will be up on video already. We have, um, tomorrow will be Oscar De La Hoya. We have, oh my God, I'm trying to remember what else is up there. Oh, good interview with Clarissa Shields. That is, she'll be fighting on Saturday out in the UK. Finally, facing Emma Kuzin, defending her three-fourths. Of the middleweight, she has three of the middleweight titles: the WBA Super, the IBF, and the WBC Women's Middleweight Champion. She'll be returning to the ring. A lot of cool stuff coming up. A lot of cool stuff coming forward. Oscar De La Hoya tomorrow. Friday will be. Oh my God, who's going to be Friday? I just had a sound of the phone. Man, Friday, 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 Friday. Friday. All right, Leo Santa Cruz. He returns coming up. He's in the co-main event of Saturday's Keith Thurman. Mario Barrios card at the Michelob Ultra Arena at the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino out in Las Vegas. You can catch that on Sky, not Sky Sports. You can catch it on Fox Sports pay-per-view and via the Fox Sports app. The Clarissa Shields card you can catch it on Terrestrial and Cable pay-per-view, ppv.com, and Fight TV here in the United States. And out in the UK, you can catch it on Sky Sports. You also find the audio of this of this wonderful podcast. It's simple. This audio of this podcast will be up tomorrow, 
tomorrow morning, along with the Oscar de La Hoya one. That'll be up in the afternoon. I Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all your favorite podcasting platforms. We will see you Friday. I'm down for what Paul Heyman's got to say. I'm ready for that bullshit excuse that he's going to give. Disappointed the people. I hope they magically find a, a manager for Ronda by Friday. Don't. Don't count on it. <laughs> and on that I thought note, you were like, don't. Don't give me hope. <laughs> this is Steven Milhausen. Daryl from Steven Milhausen. D.Y. Daryl Rivera. Talk to you guys on Friday night.